Welcome to I Got Back Up. I'm Talia Lazarus, creator of I Got Back Up. And in August 2021, I was in a road accident. I didn't walk for 10 weeks. I had knee surgery that September and a second double knee surgery in February 22. My journey took me through greatest highs and extreme lows. We don't realize how much we take for granted until it is all taken away. The day I was able to get a glass of water all by myself was one of those little moments in life. Everyone has a story, and as humans, we always talk about when someone is back up or how something happened, but we don't discuss the middle part, the recovery, the journey, the darkness, the continuous roller coaster of ups and downs. It's a taboo subject for most, but here it's not. You have a chance to change your story, your outcome, your next chapter. You can face all your hurdles, obstacles and walls with us and those around you. You are not alone. We recover together. On today's episode, we have Jeffrey Oradine, an aspiring footballer who broke his ankle in his Manchester City trials. Jeffrey's dreams came crashing down that day. Follow his journey through three ankle operations and how his injury broke his heart. His main concern a few years ago was there is a stigma from surgery that you never come back the same. However, Jeffrey now sees his injury in a different light and believes he has changed completely as a person and better things are on their way. Hey, hey Jeffrey, how are you? I'm all right, thank you. <laughs> so Jeffrey and I actually share a physio. So we both um, have a physio called Colin Lewin and that's where we are today at the Lewin Clinic. Uh, so that's actually how we got introduced. Um, and that's, how did you first meet Colin? Um, I first met Colin through Manchester City, actually. They sent me down here to get physio done because he's one of the top physios in, yeah. in, the, in the country. So, yeah, I just came down here. Yeah, yeah, he's going to love these. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, today we're going to talk about your story, kind of everything that's happened. But I want to start at the very beginning and I want to know why football, you know, what happened and how did it take you to the Man City trials? Um, why football? Um, I grew up in South London, like Kennington Oval area. Um, and I just there was no, nothing really much to do around that area, so I just started playing football, and then I just I just loved it. I always just wanted to play football like week in, week out from primary school all the way up, and then yeah, literally it just became from becoming a hobby to becoming a passion. Do you yeah. get what I mean? So yeah. And yeah, that was actually it. Yeah. yeah, and then obviously that's when you chose that you wanted to go professional. Yeah, yeah, definitely. From from I feel like from that age, I was like, this is something that I actually want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. <laughs> so we no, of course that's the thing. We all have, you know, we all have things that we want to do when we're kids. Sometimes we follow them through. Yeah, sometimes we don't. Yeah, sometimes we don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to know people that it's good when people do follow it through because it's it's something special. Uh, so then obviously, what happened when you went to Man City? Um, Man City was great. It was very a great experience. Was, everything was good about it. Um, I was doing very well there, but unfortunately, I um had a really bad injury, which stopped everything. Which I thought at first, when it first happened, I thought it was just like a sprained ankle, which like a week I sit and everything will be all right. But then I got an X-ray, and my ankle was broken. Yeah, so that's when everything hit deep, and that's when panic mode started. So yeah, literally. So what do you remember? What happened at the trial? Because it was Man City trials. You were yeah. At. Do you remember what happened? 
how you broke it basically um it was i think it was like a day or two before a match so we were just doing like some prep stuff before the match um so it was it was it was non-contact so it was just like just passing drills basically passing drills and shooting drills and then i think someone must have crossed the ball into me and then i just landed like when i shot and volleyed it um i landed so badly on it and then i went i went down at first and then i thought nah like it's all right i tried to get back up i couldn't get back up so i had to literally drag myself off the pitch and then that's when I knew, like, nah, I need to go straight into the physio, see what's going on, type of thing. And then, yeah, literally, that's when, yeah, that's when it all started. So, um, what started? What happened next? Um, basically, I went inside a physio. I remember this like it was yesterday. I went inside a physio, spoke to one of the physios called Patrick. Um, he then said we're gonna get an X-ray. I think it was that same day. Got X-ray that same day came back with the results. I was upstairs in my room and then he took me to a room and I came back down. Um and then he just he just sat me down, basically said that there's two ways about it basically. This is not what he said, but in a blunt way he basically said there's a two ways about it. It's either I get physio or I can be in a boot but they're not sure how long like that how effective that really would be. Do you get what I mean? Um and so I was like I didn't want to get surgery because, you know, the stigma around surgery is just a lot like um, you not being able to play again or even if you do get surgery, you might not come back to be the same player that you get. And you being out for so long, like, your body will just, like, lose its... I don't know how to explain it, but, yeah. So then I was just upset. I just I was just in tears straight away. Um, spoke to my mum. My mum was upset. And then... She was, then I spoke to um, my agent, um, and then he said I shouldn't worry about it, that I'll be fine. Like He said that the best thing to do is get surgery. So then I told my mum, I was like, what do you think? She said, yeah, get surgery as well. And we all, all three of us, my mum, my agent, spoke about it, um, and we were like, yeah, all right, cool, we'll get surgery. I've got a surgery October the 5th, um, twenty nineteen. I got that's when I got my first surgery, and then yeah, that's when the journey began. Really, yeah, literally. So yeah. So then, obviously, what happened? I I, I understand the stigma behind your surgery. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's it's not just you think it. A lot of people think that you don't come back the same, and mm-hmm. I think it's true. You don't come back the same. You you do come back different. But... Yeah. I feel like sometimes you can come back with such a different headspace because it can actually be, can actually work quite well. 100%, 100%. You're more aware of your injury and what's just happened. And then I feel like even when you go through things like that, you realise that you've got more of a fight in you than you actually think. Do you get what I mean? So it's like, yeah, literally, I feel like it it depends on how you use that energy. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You can have a, I see it as you can have a sulk about it or, push through and mm-hmm. work harder, do you get what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. And then you can, you can either sit down all day and, you know, sit there and and, 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 st- and stay there. Mm-hmm. Or you can kind of get back up from yeah. where it is and, and take it on to new challenges and new experiences. So kind of what happened after the first operation then? Um, First operation, I was in a cast. 
Um, I was in a class. Man City brought my mum up from London, to be fair. Stay up with me for the night. Um, and then I started doing little bits um, in terms of, like, cardio stuff, like, off-feet, not standing stuff. And then I went into... Um, I took out the cast, went into a boot. And then that's when I got introduced to Colin to do a physio down in London because I can't keep doing the journey yeah. to Manchester, do you get what I mean? Yeah. So, but Manchester... My Man City were um big help. Like, they didn't just give up on me straight away. They they did a lot. Um so yeah then I met Colin I think third of November twenty nineteen. That's when I, I think I was one of his first three, first four patients. Yeah. <laughs> I remember everything like it was yesterday, honestly. Um <laughs> so yeah, I came in it was raining that day actually, came in all the way from South London on the on the on the train in clutches by myself. Um so it was hard. Like even that doing that I was just like I'm over this already, like, my, my ankle was hurting, it was wet, I was slipping a bit, like, do you get what I mean? So, um, I got in, I met Colin, it was great. At first he was just, like, um, just assessing me, seeing where I'm at first, and nothing really. Um, ankle felt alright. I thought, Colin told me that next three or four months I could be back, like, playing and training. I said, oh, like, I wanted it to be sooner. Do you get what I mean? But mm-hmm. I was like, cool. Um, yeah, and then we just I started seeing Colin from then, like, once a week for, like, the first four weeks until I came off the boot and I started walking. And yeah, literally. And then you got operated on again, didn't you? Yeah, so <laughs> um, I thought I was meant to be back, like, around January 2020, 2020 during the pandemic. Um, and then... It just wasn't feeling the same, wasn't feeling right. Um, I couldn't really, like, when I did try to run, like, I would just get pains in my ankle, sharp pains in my ankle. I would get, Colin referred me to someone to get an injection. That helped temporarily, and then I think I, I think I must have done something to just overstretch it a little bit, and then that's when it just went back to square one again. So... Um, we was trying to, me and Colin were just battling it out, just rehabbing, rehabbing, strengthening, strengthening, strengthening. There wasn't really much improvement. It got to a point where there wasn't really much improvement. So Colin sent me to a um, one of his close surgeons that he knows in Fortier's Clinic, same one that I went to as well, you went to as well. So <laughs> I went to Fortier's Clinic as well. He assessed me, he said that... Um, the best thing to do at the time is to take out the screws because I had screws in my ankle at the time. So maybe that's what's irritating all the ligaments and my, everything. So we took that out, had surgery, and that took that out in 20th of August, 2020. Um, I remember. And then I, f- I felt like when it came out, I felt different a lot. I can't lie. I felt, felt, felt free because it did, it did restrict me a bit. I felt like tight. And then, yeah, literally, after that, I felt good. Like, I was playing a little bit. And then I think because it was freshly out, the screws were freshly out, it just collapsed again, do you get I me? Mean? Because this was, that's what was holding it. Like, it was such a... The screws were holding it, my ankle and pace, which were making it strong, but taking the screws out um, made it less irritating but weak. Do you get what I mean? So 
like what could we uh, what yeah. could we do do you get what i mean so so yeah literally and then yeah that's when i had my um next operation almost a year no yeah almost a year from when i actually did the injury later i had my second surgery in 2020 yeah, yeah. And that, but that's, I guess, what you said. It's it's that stage in recovery where you start to feel that you can get better, mm, you mm. can get stronger, and you, you almost want to start rushing things. And it's that point where yeah. it's the point where you start to feel stronger. But if you do one thing wrong, you go back yeah. to square one. And I do. I remember one time during the lockdown, I went to play football with my mates. Um, my ankle was totally fine. I was playing football, like, people, some people didn't know that I was injured, like, I didn't, I was shocked myself, I just, I was like, I didn't know how this happened, I was playing pain-free, I was running, sprinting, shooting, I was like, wow, and then, I think it got to a point where, you know how you are when you play football with your mates, you play for hours and hours and ends, and then it got to a point where I was like, I'm actually tired, like, okay, I've used this angle, let me just save it, let me relax, but I got too carried away, so I carried on, carried on playing, and then... I think I must, I don't know if I shot or I did a turn or something and then that's when it just went. Again? Yeah, and then I was like, oh, I should. And then every time I look back, I was like, wow, I should have just stopped. Do you get what I mean? Because yeah. who knows, innit? Do you get what I mean? But it it, it happens, innit? It happens. So, so, yeah, literally. Do you find that a lot of your friends and family would say to you, when are you back to football? When yeah. Are you back to football? How, how was that for you? I hated it. <laughs> I hated it because not only that, like coaches, clubs would message me, message um, my agent, like, um, when are you back? When are you back? Like, I, like we want him in. Do you get what I mean? Um, or my friends would message me, when are you back? Um, like, we want to go play some football. This is all like during pre-season time, so everyone's back in London from their clubs, and everyone's everyone's at home really. So. And then I'll just be like, no, I can't, I can't play in it. Mm-hmm. And everyone will just be like, oh. some people will be like, the worst thing I hated when people said you're always injured, you're always injured, you're injury prone. But people don't, people use that word very loosely. Injury prone means you get injured all the time, different injuries. But I've had the same injury that I'm trying to recover from. Do you get what I mean? So it's not really injury prone. And people don't realize that. For me, I'll be real. That did a lot of damage to me. Like in terms of mentally do you get what I mean it's just like it's like it's like you have no belief in me but I spoke to my um mom and my agent about like those terms and stuff like that they just told me like you have to believe in yourself as well do you get what I mean so I feel like that really fueled me I think all this time I think I was like 17 at the time so I don't really know much this is my first encounters with like a major injury do you get what I mean so everyone's just helping me through it really um and yeah like I just Ever since I heard that, I was just like, I just blocked it out when people would, would would say stuff like that because it's like, it's just unnecessary, do you get what I mean? Or some people find it a laugh, do you get what I mean? And really, truly, a laugh, that's not really funny, do you get what I mean? So, but, um, but yeah, like, a lot of my friends wanted to play football and I just couldn't, do you get what I mean? So it, was, it did, it was really upsetting. It was really upsetting, I don't know. Because you're the one that's going through it. Yeah. Yeah, literally, like, I remember one time during the summer, um, like, all of my friends made, like, an 11-a-side team, like, all my friends out from, like, North, South, East, London, all came together, made an 11-a-side team, 
and they wanted me to play, but I couldn't play because of my injury. And I was just like, oh, and it was, it was, it was, it was good. Like it was recorded, everything. It was like it was, it was sick, man. It was sick. It was good. But I had to just watch. Do you know what I mean? Which was upsetting, but but yeah, literally. How did everything affect your mental health? Um, me personally, um, I um, I'm not mentally. I'm not weak. Sometimes I did let little things get to me. Like I used to even ask Colin a lot, like, "Do you think I'll play football again?" Because yeah. how could I be? How could you think I can play play football again? And a minor injury like this it's taken this long. And I've seen people with way worse injuries than me, and they're back the instant. But mine was a my injury was a chronic injury. I think that's the word. Um, it happened before, but it wasn't treated properly. So. I actually did this injury when I was, like, 15. Um, and then I went to the NHS. They just put me in a boot, but I actually needed surgery. So it's like, instead of my ankle being healed together with with bone, it's been healed up with, like, some, like, strong tissue in it. So it could break down at any time. So I've been playing, playing with a broken ankle for all these years, and I didn't, I didn't know, do you get what I mean? So... Mentally, it was it was it was it was a lot to take in. Um, and me, like my thing is just football. Like go out, play football, express myself, blah blah. But now it's just like stay at home. Um, it's only during the lockdown, like twenty twenty. That's when I started like doing really gym stuff like that. Do you get what I mean? But now, when I stayed at home, it was just like when you're alone with your thoughts, it's not it's not the best. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. I'm 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 always I'm by myself. It's just me and my mum. Do you get what I mean? Um, so it's like, let's say my mum goes out or or I'm out somewhere else. I'm I'm by myself. Do you get what I mean? So it's like, your, your mind can go wild, and it run wild, and it? So, but yeah, I've had a lot of support and I do appreciate it from various places to help me not get into a stage where it's very low. Colin has been very helpful. Um, XYZ has been helpful as well with just managing me mentally do you get what I mean so it's been good man it's been good yeah because when we spoke we spoke previously you said that obviously it was a dark place mm. but now you're out of that you're in a new dark place yeah yeah what just, do you what do you mean exactly by that um well I'm out of a dark place from the situation of having not one not two but three surgeries um so I don't really need surgeries anymore but now coming out of that and I'm like fit it's like building my body to get back used to used to that again and actually fighting hard to, to get back to where I was before. And yeah, literally like it's 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 harder than what you think. Like do you get what I mean? A lot of running, especially now it's pre season, it's, it's it's not easy, but just a lot of running, getting back into it. Because, um, yeah, literally your body's not been um working like that in in, in two years now, so it needs an introduction and you can get like tired easily and it's just, <laughs> it's actually it's, it's not easy at all it's not easy at all man. but yeah yeah no i uh i uh don't tell colin <laughs> but i mean i only started running for the first time in 11 months last week oh wow. and uh let's say my 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 calves i mean mine was yeah. mine was knee but my calf didn't like it oh is it so don't tell colin <laughs> i haven't told him yet <laughs> <laughs> I think I hurt my calf slightly. Oh wow! 
it's it's better it's better now but that's yeah. exactly what the thing mm. is is my body hadn't moved like that for 11 months mm. and then mm. i did a couple of sprints on the treadmill and the yeah, body yeah, kind yeah. of was like wait a minute yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing that's what colin said the same thing to me you know he thought that i was gonna have like calf problems and and all of that but i didn't i didn't have any yeah. i just get little niggles here and there but nothing to panic about it, just, yeah, like, no, just give it a rest for yeah. like a couple of days and back again do you know what I mean but yeah. it's true like when you're out for so long your body it's definitely a lot used to yeah. it the body gets used to different things yeah you had a final surgery didn't you, you had three yeah that was 21st of December 2021 what was that one for um that was to move my ligaments um, I think he shifted my ligaments and there's shifted my ligaments and I think he helps like with the like just clean it out and stuff yeah. and um so it can grow with actual like bony yeah. stuff than than tissue and that was yeah, that really helped a lot, obviously I'll be honest, that helped a lot. Um No no, December twenty twenty, not twenty twenty one, so twenty first of December twenty twenty. Yeah. Um yeah, and then after that, my ankle felt very good. But on on the first, first the last surgery, like I was like, this has to, this has to be it. Like, I'm tired of going in and out of surgery, getting anaesthetic, yeah. being in a boot, just can't sleep at night. Like it's so uncomfortable. Like it's very, very uncomfortable. Three times. Um, but yeah, and then after that, my ankle felt alright. I didn't need another um, injection. I got a steroid injection at the back of my ankle, mm-hmm. um, just for anti-inflammatory, and because I was getting a bit of pain. And then after that, I was fine. I was yeah. fine. Yeah, literally, I was fine after that. But it took three, three goes. Yeah, <laughs> three's the charm. Yeah, three. <laughs> that's a way to look at it. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's the thing is when you had, you know, when you were first told surgery, you probably never in your wildest dreams thought that was going to be great. Yeah, never. Yeah. But that's the thing, so you're back to playing, well, you're playing now, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to start playing February, end, end of February 2022. Nice. So, like, a couple of months ago, like, three, yeah. four months ago. Yeah, so. And what kind of advice would you give to somebody that, say, maybe that's in football or not even football, any kind of sport, and they, you know, they have an injury and they're told there's operations maybe involved, or even if it's not operations, it's six months out, nine months out. What advice would you give to somebody? Because it's a, it's a, it's a hard thing. It's, when you know, that's it. You're out for hard. a while. I used to live by a mantra: um, never give up. Yeah. Um, it used to be all over my my Instagram, every every social media, everyone knows, like, that's what I used to, even on my, oh, I, I should have brought it today, Um, one of my, two of my football boots, I've got Never Give Up written on the side of it. Um, But yeah, like, that was, that was what I, I lived by, because I was, I was in a place where, I wasn't, I wasn't ever going to give up, but I needed something to fuel me, do you get what I mean? Everyone um, gets that from, some people get it from music, some people yeah. get it from everything, so, like, yeah, I just live by a mantra, never give up, never give up. Um, so yeah, like that's 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 my advice. <laughs> just actually never give up. I my thing I said to Colin one time, I won't give up until my legs actually like say like no, like unless my legs come off or something, do you get what I mean? Like mm-hmm. so yeah, I don't think um you should 
I know you shouldn't give up, but it's just like, just focus. Do you get what I mean? I feel like never giving up is, I don't even know how, like, that fueled me in a different way. Like, I don't, I don't even know how to put it into words. Like, people think I just say it for, for bants or for, for whatever in it, but it actually, it helps me a lot. Like, especially when I was making trips from the south to East London to come to see Colin. <laughs> I used to come twice a week. Like it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't easy. I'll be real. Like I've, I've seen Colin from November the third, November the third, twenty nineteen to about September twenty twenty one. Like and recently, too. yeah, and recently <laughs> now exactly. But um, yeah, like that's a very long time. Yeah, do you get what I mean? Yeah. So I'm going back and forth, back and forth. It gets mentally draining. You're just tired. I just say like, don't don't give up and channel your inner beast. Are we all channel your inner beast? Focus. Just have a desire. Literally, yeah. I feel like my passion fueled me. Do you get yeah, what I mean? Yeah, my passion definitely fueled me because it's a thing where one of my closest friends, um, he plays for Huddersfield. Um, he always he, he always messages me here and there, and my other friend that plays for Peterborough always messages me saying like. When are you back? Like, I can't wait to see you play because the way I play, even just before I got injured, um, people used to say I'm just like, I'm an entertaining footballer, like because I just get about, like I'm just I'm just I'm just that like that type of player in it. So people just used to love playing, um, watching me play in it. So when they didn't, it was just like, what's going on? Like when are you back? When are you back? And then I even played a match last week actually. And he came down to watch, and he's saying like he missed watching me play. Like it's been, it's been, it's been a while. Like he he enjoyed it, this and that. And that that meant a lot to me. Do you get what I mean? So it's like I know, I know, I'm still the same player, but now it's just about being better than that because I can't be the same where I was two years yeah. ago. Do you get what I mean? I need to be, I need to be better and more. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, so, so yeah, literally, that's really it. You have a you have a positive outlook on yeah. on what you went through and kind of everything that happened. So yeah. what you think the passion and the never give up it kind of kept you in a more um, positive outlook on things. Yeah, it definitely. I mean, I'm sure I know it was hard, and mm. there were times when. Yeah, I mean, you've told me before you were you know on the floor crying. Yeah, definitely. I was. I remember the day I found out I needed surgery the third time. The third time in December, um, I was just I just sat down. My mom was on the phone actually. I think she had a meeting. She was on Zoom. She had a meeting. <laughs> she had a meeting. She was in the kitchen um, quickly. Um, and I just sat down and started crying. She was just like, she was just like, what? Because she's never like, I, I don't really cry. Do you get what I mean? Like I'm just like, alright, cool, whatever. Let's let's get on with it. Do you get what I mean? But then. This was like different. Like I, I didn't even say anything. I just started crying. I was crying, upset, and she was like, she had to tell like um, everyone that she's coming back. Like because also, um, she asked me what's going on. I was just like, nothing is fine. Like when I said that, that's when I knew like I was so fed up. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? So she said that she was so like she was confused. I wasn't telling her. I wasn't telling her. She called my sister. My sister called me. She was like, what's going on? Like why are you crying? And then I told her, uh, me and my sister are close. I told her, um, she told my mum, and my mum was just like, it will be fine, like, let's just sort it out. And 
me and my family were firm believers that we believe in we were Christians in it, we believe in God. So I feel like that was a very big part of me having a positive outlook. Do you get what I mean? So like it says like God never gives you some more than you can handle, do you get what I mean? So and everything happens for a reason as well. So who knows? Um this is just to show me. This could be showing me something else or leading me in a in a better direction than where I was I was going to, do you get what I mean? So um so yeah, literally I feel like that's the main reason my family my belief um in Christ and just not giving up really but because like I feel like um before, before um I got injured um I was more like bubbly out like out out here just yeah. like like that but then I feel like in a positive way this injury helped me like focus like nah like I don't even want to go to this party anymore or I don't even want to go out blah blah I want to I want to do this do you get what I mean or I'm going to the gym do you get what I mean like I used to sacrifice a lot like at my age sometimes my mum used to ask me like are you not gonna like stay at home I was like no I can't like do you get what I mean I can't I can't stay at home like I'll go training I'll have gym um in the morning like around 9am I'll go to the gym I'll have training in the evening, then the same repeats the next day. Do you get what I mean? Or in reverse, I'll have training early in the morning. I'll go gym. I'll be so tired. I'm like, I don't even want to go. But I was like, I have to. I'll do something. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Like, so ever since that, that, that really built me to be like, nah, like, if you want to do something, there's no point of half doing it. That's what my agent used to always tell me. Like, it's either you go full in or you don't do it. Like, do you get what I mean? Like, in the harshest way, he said to me, if you want to quit, you might as well quit now. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So, because there's no point of you, like, 50, like, it doesn't make sense. Like, a lot of people my age, um, I'm 20 now, a lot of people my age, um, just, like, they're like, oh, I should be here, like, I should be doing this, blah, blah, blah. But if you look at what they're doing, it's like, it doesn't really, it doesn't really match up. Like, you're not, you're not working towards that, innit? Like, you've, I used to think, before my injury, I used to think, like, talent, um, with talent, I can go anywhere. That's how I got Charles to Man City. Do you get what I mean? I got Charles to um, Man United. Like everywhere. Do you get what I mean? So it's like um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like just try. Like I, w- I would always try, but it's like I would go to the gym because my agent said go to the gym, not because nah. Let me go to the gym and better myself. Do you get what I mean? So it's like now it's like I still have that talent, but. If you do, if you're, if you do more and you're more like driven, it does, it it helps a lot. Do you get what I mean? Like you need to be more driven in in anything you do, not just football. Do you get what I mean? So yeah. I think that's what it's taught me. Like anything you do, do it, do it properly. Do you get what I mean? And do it with a meaning. Otherwise, it doesn't mean anything. Do you get what I mean? So, so yeah, like I'm, I am very positive on it, definitely. But when I do get little niggles in here or there, it's like. Oh, the reason why I would say I was I wasn't positive about it is because, as a footballer, you know, footballers' careers are quite short. So as I'm getting older, it's like my time to get in there is harder. Yeah. And the thing is with me, yeah, um, the way I play, um, I'm I'm smaller. I'm smaller in it. Do you get what I mean? So the way I play football, it's more like technical on the floor, but in the UK. 
they don't really play football like that. And when you get to a certain age, when you get to a certain age and you're not at like one of the elite clubs, yeah. it's harder to find teams that will play the way I play. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? So it's just like gaining the manager's trust and stuff yeah. like that. So, but yeah, but I feel like football is football, man. No matter where you are, like if you can play, you can play. No matter the age, do you get what I mean? So yeah. it's like to me, it doesn't it doesn't really matter. I'm quite confident in my ability, um, very confident in my ability. But now it's just about just just going, like making sure all of this rehab and everything wasn't in vain. Do you get what I mean? So yeah. Yeah, literally, and it's it's helped your mental strength. No, definitely, like, definitely, because before, I was still young when I was 16 and all of that, 15, any little thing, I'll just run to my age and I'll be like, what's happened? And then it can just ruin my mood, do you get what I mean? But it's like, um, now it's just like, I don't don't really care, like, um, opinions aren't facts, do you get what I mean? So, you just have to let them go and, and... just better yourself. Always better yourself, whether it's good or bad, do you get what I mean? So you can't get complacent and you can't get too upset. Do you Absolutely. get what I mean? So never give up. Never give up. Never, Listen, give up. never ever. Never <laughs> ever. Well, I really look forward to watching you on your paddy one Yeah, day. definitely. Um who go on, who do you who is the t- the club that you 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 know would love to play for? Arsenal, 100%. Arsenal. <laughs> Arsenal legend. That's Absolutely. that's that's the goal, that's the goal. Well, as a as a strong Arsenal fan myself, there we go. Well, I look forward to coming to the Emirates. Yeah, and watching definitely, you there. definitely, definitely. Remember so. me, hundred <laughs> percent. <laughs> no worries, man. And uh, yeah, good luck with everything. Yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate yeah. it, honestly. But it feels good to be able to express myself as well, yeah. being able to talk about the um, the struggles, like because it it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't easy, I'll be real. Like, this is probably one of the hardest things and biggest things in my life so far because it happened at such a crucial part of my life, like, from 17 to 20, and I was injured. Like, it's not it's not easy. I only just turned 20, but let's say 17 to 19. Um, so, yeah, but, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm very grateful. Yeah, literally, thank yeah. you so much, man. That's the thing. It's it's uh, telling your story for anyone with a story. It's it's hard. Mm, mm, It's mm. it's definitely a challenge to sometimes say it out loud and to feel the emotions again and process them and go through the experiences again. Yeah, yeah. And um, I know it's a struggle for you know nearly everyone that does it. So to be able to sit and to say it is, I mean, yeah, it's it's huge. Yeah, nice. It is, man. It is just wow. <laughs> I don't want to get emotional. <laughs> We're both gonna get emotional. We're gonna get emotional. I'll get emotional. We'll both start crying. Someone will come in and be like, "Why are they crying?" <laughs> no, but yeah, no, it's good. Um, I'm, I'm happy. This is, this is all happened. Obviously, definitely. Yeah. I'm happy this has happened. Um, but it is upsetting that it happened. Obviously, yeah, of course. but um. I'm happy this has happened. This it's taught me things. Yeah. I've learned about myself. I've learned about life, really. Distractions, everything. Like it's this has been a big lesson in one, honestly. Um, yeah. yeah actually. It's changed you as a person that you, you know, two three years ago mm. probably thought you'd never, not that you'd never be, but 
you because you never expected this to happen, so you would have been a completely different person. Yeah, literally. If it hadn't have happened, and like you said, everything happens for a reason. Yeah, even like as I, I said to you before, like managers and coaches that used to message me like day in day out, yeah. call me, ask me like what's going on with my injury. Now that I'm back, it's like. Everyone moves on so fast, do you get what I mean? Yeah. But my agent says to me that um, this, especially this industry, everyone's using everyone, do you get what I mean? So they might need you for like, oh, they really like you, obviously you're a good player, they want you to play for them, but when it gets to a point when oh, they've got someone else or they've changed something and you don't really fit, it's like, they don't really need you anymore, do you get what I mean? So you just need to... No, it's harsh, but you just need to use someone else now. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? <laughs> everyone uses everyone, especially the football industry, music yeah. industry, all, all everywhere. Do you get what I mean? So it's just about, yeah. It is upsetting that that's, that's happened, but you can't you can't really talk about it. You just have to find new, new avenues. Yeah, and, new avenues. yeah, literally, and just keep going because time waits for no man. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Oh, I like that. Man, so yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it is. It's finding new avenues, mm. finding new ways to do the things you love, and change your every day in a way. Mm, yeah, definitely. So yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's been great to chat. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Man. Yeah. I do appreciate it's it. It's my pleasure. And like I said, we'll 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 be watching you on the pitch of the Emirates. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Heard it here today. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Hundred percent. It was awesome to have you today, Jeffrey. Thank you. And I really do mean it when I say I look forward to seeing you on the pitch at the Emirates one day. And thank you to you for listening to episode one. See you at number two. And remember, anything you do, do it with meaning. <laughs>